With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the third module in the Body Love Lab course. I'm Jeanette Ma, the Good Vibe Coach, and I'm delighted to be connecting with you here with this material because I think this is a really revolutionary way of working with our bodies. And I hope you've been developing a new respect for your body with that second module about learning how to become a better listener. I'd like you to keep that practice up through the entire course and beyond, <laughs> actually, because that habit is key to manifesting what we want. But today we're expanding our body love habits to learn how to give better instructions and how to be a better leader. We're going to cover the different ways that we give instructions to our bodies and how we can upgrade that to let our desired results manifest. So let's lay out some basics about how this works. First of all, your body already knows what to do. <laughs> it doesn't actually have to be told or instructed by you, right? It's its own expert. We've already established that in our prior material. But that doesn't stop most of us from offering instruction. <laughs> and some of us, well, many of us, we aren't doing it consciously. We're just doing it out of habit. And that isn't always a good or helpful habit that we're engaging. It doesn't actually matter to our bodies whether it's helpful or not because we're the boss, right? We're the boss of our bodies. They have to do what we say. It's a lot like how universe has to match whatever we vibrate. Our bodies have to follow our lead, which is why it's helpful for us to learn to become better leaders or bosses or partners or however you want to think of that relationship. I'm thinking about like when we walk by the mirror and we notice something like um, maybe it's a poochy stomach and you think oh, poochy stomach. You know what? That's an instruction your body has to follow. <laughs> or when maybe you miss a workout or skip a run and you think, ah, that's not good. I'm going to pay for that. Guess what? Your cells are listening. They're in there thinking, ah, oh, she's looking for some sort of ramification. It's a negative one. What do we got for that? It's like all of the cells are instructed to do something bad because you think it's bad. <laughs> Or when maybe you have an, an occasion to reflect on your age, like you're filling out a form or maybe going to a high school reunion and, and you think, ah, I'm getting older. And you mean that with the vibration of my body's in decline. Your body has to follow your lead because you are the boss, even if you're not a great one. <laughs> or when you take pills from your prescription or your supplements for that condition you have, if you take them and you think about that condition that you have, your body is being reminded by the boss, that's you, that you have high blood pressure or migraines or screwy hormones or whatever. And it has to make it so. Whatever you say has to be so. When you eat or drink or smoke something that you think is bad for you, your body has to prove you right. It cannot fire you. It cannot ignore you. It has to do what you say. When you're at the end of your day, or maybe even at the beginning, some people are thinking things like, I'm so tired. Your body has to make it so. <laughs> it's like your body sends out the signal to all your cells. Tired. She just ordered up tired. Slow down. Wear out. She says we're tired. 
No improvements over here. We're done. <laughs> that's making me think. Have you ever seen where like there's a competent team of skilled professionals, best in the business, sharp people, amazing team, but they're led by an incompetent boss? Like they can only do so much in that situation. And sometimes that's who we're being, you guys. The incompetent boss who's handicapping the amazing team. Especially if we think of that team as subpar or not getting the job done. But that team can accomplish anything if we would just get out of their way and let them do their thing. And wouldn't it be even better if we could encourage and appreciate and support them with whatever resources they needed to thrive? Right? Let's be that kind of leader. I just got goosebumps. <laughs> so this module is all about learning how to give better instructions. And I've got this in two parts. First, I want to cover three easy ways for us to be better bosses. That is through what we say to our bodies, what we say to our food, and what we think about our actions. And then I'm going to review a practice that's really at the heart of our success in this work. So let's start off with those three ways that we give instructions. And you might think of additional ways that we do this, so feel free to explore beyond these three, but this is going to give you a powerful head start in the work. In fact, even one of these could completely transform your game. So these, this is powerful stuff to pay attention to. The first one I want to cover is what we say to our bodies. I'm talking specifically about your self-talk, about your physical self. Like, What's the first instruction that your body gets from you when you wake up. I wonder if you can recall that. You might just have to start noticing from here on out what you actually say to your body <laughs> um, when you wake up, but remember whatever it is that you're thinking about it, it hears it as your instruction. You might just be, you might think you're just taking an inventory of what is, right? Reviewing the current state of affairs. Oh, I feel this, oh that. But it hears it as what you're instructing, what it's supposed to do next. I used to wake up and think like, oh gosh, I'm so tired. And I'd look at the clock and do the math on how much sleep I got and would often conclude that it wasn't enough and that I'd be tired all day. And all my cells, they just got the instruction to be tired all day. And while I'm laying there in bed, I'd notice my aching back. And that's an instruction too. I literally, I just twisted my shoulders like I'm trying to relief, <laughs> relieve stuff in my back. Just even thinking that made me want to find some relief. But I would. I'd often notice how my back was sore. And that's an instruction too. Oh, my back is killing me. That's a terrible instruction. Stand up, walk out of the bedroom, and I'd think, oh, I'm so worn out. Either from what I did or didn't do the day before or during the night. Like I should have stretched or I should have worked out or I shouldn't have laid on the couch all night or shouldn't have slept on that side. And... It, just not a really good instruction. I'd look in the mirror and think, oh, you look so tired. Look at those lines. You're looking so old. <laughs> That's just the first five minutes of my day. My body's taking all that in as marching orders for what to do. Tired, worn out, old. <laughs> check, check, and check. It'll do whatever I say. If I say it long enough and loud enough, it'll make me right no matter what. So, these days, I wake up in the morning and the first thing I say in fact, I was going to say, even before I start my alignment practice, I do this. But this is an alignment practice. This counts. I say, well, I don't say it out loud. I think to myself, mmm, I feel good. 
meaning I feel good in my body. I just notice how good my body feels, and maybe I stretch a little, maybe I don't, but I just notice it feels so good to be in it, to be here, to be me. <laughs> and sometimes I open my eyes and I'll look at my legs, I'll stretch out and admire how nice they are. And when I do get up, it's so easy to feel good about being up. Like, I might stretch to enjoy it even more. And when I look in the mirror, I'm not all about the lines or the blemishes. I'm smiling at myself and I'm saying, Mmm, you look cute today. Or nice curves, girl. Or maybe your hair looks good already. <laughs> how nice is that? <laughs> Can you feel how different those instructions are to my body cells? Like, it got feeling good, looking good. How nice. <laughs> Which boss would you rather have if you were a body? <laughs> You know what qualities I'd like in my boss? Like if I was at work and I had a boss? I would like one that acknowledges my expertise. One who believes in me. I got goosebumps again. I'd like one who knows how to let me do my thing, you know? Like knows how to stay out of my way unless I need their help, their input or support for something. I'd like a boss who's really good at thanking me and appreciating me. And one who revels in my job well done. I'd like one who celebrates my work and one who is proud of me. That's the kind of boss I would want. That, so that could actually be a template for the kind of boss I am for my body. And again, you might think of it better as like a partner or a leader. Boss might not be my favorite word even. But I almost kind of do like it because it kind of puts a responsibility on me. Like I'm in charge here. <laughs> so let's get in good charge. <laughs> So, I want to be the kind of boss who acknowledges the amazing work this body is doing. I want to be one who knows when to stand aside and when to step in because I'm being tapped for some support. I want to thank and appreciate and celebrate this body regularly. I want to be proud of her. Can you imagine what she could do with that vibration? She could do anything. She could do anything with that kind of leadership and input. So, how would we do that? How would we express that appreciation and how would we celebrate it? I think we could do it in a couple of ways. I could have a thank you party. I kind of had one of, these, one of these the other day. I was sitting in the acupuncturist chair. I had like 45 minutes. Like, he leaves me there for a while with the needles in. With nothing else to do. No one else to talk to. So, I was like, oh, this could be a good time to say thanks to everyone. <laughs> so, one by one, I thanked and appreciated all my body parts for the wonderful work they were doing. I started with my toes. I was like, oh, you guys are so adorable and so functional. My ankles, you're so flexible and strong. And I thanked my calves for always being there, so reliable and so consistently attractive. I thanked my elbows and my nose and my skin and my spine and lots of other parts. It's a nice little party. <laughs> and I gotta say, <laughs> I bet that was way better for me than the needles were even. <laughs> or maybe we could express our thanks or celebration by taking our bodies out to lunch or to the spa, you know, like we would for a friend on their birthday or a mom on Mother's Day. Or maybe we could buy it something nice as a token of appreciation. Or maybe we could take ourselves out for a photo shoot to capture our gloriousness. <laughs> You could get creative, you know, if you feel inspired to be this kind of boss or partner or leader to your body. I'm not actually making this part of your homework assignment, but you might want to consider doing this just the same, especially if you never have before. All right, so I want to talk about the second way we can become a better leader and give more helpful instructions to our bodies. And that is to pay attention to what we're saying to our food. We're bless your inputs because it isn't just our food it's what we drink it's what we whatever medications we might be taking or we might be smoking 
So blessing our inputs. This instruction skill is all about the way that we talk to our food and drink, etc. Because we're planting it, we're seeding it with intentions with every thought we think about it. Right? We're putting energy into our food that our body has to deal with. So just like you would never dream of poisoning your cup of tea or contaminating your vegetables with bacteria, we want to make sure you're not doing that to your food with your thoughts about it. Because if we, whatever we expect from our food, it's going to do for us. If we expect it to serve us, it will. If we expect it to damage us, it will. Again, it's following our vibrational instructions. Because that trumps everything. Our vibrational instructions are that powerful. That's why we want to get a good handle on them. And a lot of us aren't paying attention to this. Abraham says that we tend to make way too big a deal about trying to figure out what's healthy and what isn't. You know, they say, we could drink battery acid and thrive. That's how ridiculously competent our bodies are at getting the nutrition that they need or whatever they need to thrive. Battery acid, you guys. And here we're all concerned about pff, calories and carbs and organic and this, that, and the other. It's like stepping over gold to pick up pennies. We're focusing on the wrong stuff, Abraham says. Obsessing over what food is good and what isn't when the real results are coming from our thoughts, our vibration. That's where we should be getting picky in finding the thoughts and the vibration that supports us instead of pff, organic this, high protein that. I mean, seriously, you guys, battery acid we could thrive with. And we're getting hung up on whether it's sourced locally or I'm not saying that isn't good stuff to pay attention to but it's not the most important <laughs> we're not gonna step over gold to pick up pennies in this course so let's learn to get that kind of picky about our thoughts about our vibrational instructions because uh, you know in fact you know what very often our food isn't getting any instruction from us other than the limiting beliefs we've picked up along the way you know like oh this is just empty calories that's not good or mm, this meal doesn't have enough protein in it that's not good or what did you see how much sugar is in this drink that's crazy okay with those with us like that we're programming our food or our drink for destruction rather than enhancement we don't want to do that so I want you to start listening to the things you say about or to your next meal. We are so habituated to judging that it's really easy for us to criticize what we're eating, even when it's something that we is we quote unquote approve of, right? Even then we can judge it, like notice where it's limited or where it's failing us. And we could judge, you know, sometimes it's what it is, sometimes it's how much we're eating or when we're eating it or how fast we're eating it. We have so many rules about what healthy is that even when we try to do things quote unquote right, we're still flowing bad vibrations. I just want to make sure we're not flowing. I want us to clean up those instructions. Whatever we might be offering that are that's handicapping our success, we're going to clean that up. And we're not doing this because I'm going to ask you to get excited about eating junk food or ignoring every rule you've ever believed was important. I just want you to know you can ruin a good thing with the thoughts that you're thinking about it. Remember, this is from Abraham, it doesn't matter so much what you eat as it does what you think about it. Even if we approach our food without any negative thought, even if we're just ingesting it mindlessly with no negative input, 
we've missed an opportunity to upgrade our physical status because we can use those as chances to consciously enhance our vibration. My business partner, she does this with her cigarettes. She intends that each one makes her healthier than before. I just got goosebumps. <laughs> I've got an ex-boyfriend who would consciously remember, joy is good for me, and I love smoking <laughs> before he lit up. <laughs> I do this when I drink my detox tea. I think, okay, anything in this body that isn't serving me, this is your ticket out. This is a little flush. Whatever isn't super high vibes, out you go. And when I'm drinking my kombucha tea, I think, good stuff in. Like, that's, that's a nice, short, little, simple intention about the inputs, okay? And if you already bless your food, right on. Keep it up. That is a great habit. If you don't, there are lots of easy ways we can do this. Here's a way my dad learned from a guy who came to town. Well, what was that guy doing? He was doing some sort of adjustment to, like, the spine or the neck or something. Like, this is a... This is a sidetrack, but it's a crazy little story. Uh, supposedly, our alien mm, overlords, uh, they enslaved the human race to do work for them, and they did it by, there was this, oh, they did something at the top of the spine that kept us from knowing our true divine nature, right? So we were happy to be slaves and happy to do their work. I don't know if any of this is true, but this guy did the adjustment that would allow us to know our truth, to be, to connect with our full divinity and, and, and be fully conscious. I don't know, something like that. It sounded kind of strange. And, but I went with my dad to go have it done. And, um, sure enough, when we were driving home, they, they said some things about what you might experience. Some people experienced some weird things and some people didn't experience anything. What I experienced on the way home, everything I looked at, I'm getting, te- I'm getting emotional thinking about it. I was in love with I was in crazy love with everything I looked at. I'm talking strangers in traffic. My dad was driving, which is a good thing, because I don't know if I'd have been good to drive. I was just in crazy love with the guy in the car next to us. I was never experienced anything like that. It was crazy. It passed after a couple of days. <laughs> but, or maybe it didn't pass. Maybe I just acclimated. I don't know. Anyway, okay, so we're at this, we're at this place where he's doing this thing, and he's drinking this drink, and someone says, hey, what's in your drink? He's like, oh, this, that, and the other. It's a green drink of some sort. But he said, the potent part of this drink, it isn't necessarily the ingredients. It was the treatment that he gave it. He would just wave his hand over it once in clockwise direction and intend that it raised to its highest vi- to his highest vibration. That was all he did. So his body wasn't working so hard to convert this lower vibration stuff up to his speed. <laughs> That's a cool thing, right? My dad does this. <laughs> He'll wave his hand once over when we meet for lunch. I know he's doing that thing. He just does it silently. No one would probably notice, but I do. And that's that's a different sort of prayer than the ones that my LDS family would say over every meal. You know, when something like, may this food bless and nourish us. But hey, that works too. Or the Native American habit of, of thanking the animal or the Mother Earth for whatever food they were processing. That's effective. Gina Gabellini, she told me, she did this whenever she was eating something that, I don't know if she did it with everything she ate or just the stuff that she thought she believed might not be good for. She would alter that by giving it a new instruction. She would just intend that whatever her body doesn't need from these pancakes or waffles or whatever she was going to eat, she would just intend that her body would eliminate it, no problem. Easy peasy, transformation of the vibe. I've been making a habit of being more conscious about the things that I put in this body and um, giving it some sort of instruction. I even do this with lotion, not just stuff that goes in my mouth, but 
that instruction changes sometimes, but often it's just a simple thrive, optimize, beautify. Those are the three I've been working with for a while. Um, and I just focus on whatever the food or drink is before I drink it. Or sometimes I forget after I'm like halfway through or I've already had it. I figure, you know, I can still bless it when it's in my belly. <laughs> um, but sometimes I'll tell it just to rejuvenate or restore or replenish or to make me smarter or to bring me good ideas, whatever I'm in the mood for. I give it that instruction. So this skill, there's so many ways we could engage this, but it's just about programming whatever you're taking in food or drink or supplements or whatever, to support and accomplish your desires or intentions for your body. It's an easy way to clean things up. If you were hoping <laughs> that in this course I was going to tell you some LOA secret about you know what to eat or what not to drink, that is not going to happen because that isn't what matters. What matters is what you're telling yourself about what you eat and drink or smoke or swallow. And your consciousness is more powerful than anything that you put, than the qualities that you put in your body. So no matter how good or bad something might be, your intentional instruction has the power to change it either way. So with that in mind, I personally, what I practice is I just take in whatever's easiest to feel good about. And sometimes that does call for me to drop a limiting belief. That makes it way easier to do that. Like <laughs> when Russ comes home with the chocolate shake from Sonic, if I'm like, oh, that's not going to be good for you, uh, I'll remember joy. Joy is what's good for me, and I have joy for this shake right now. <laughs> or I'll just remember battery acid. <laughs> Seriously, on my body, I could drink battery acid and thrive. That's what Abraham says. That's how competent and capable my body is in processing what I put in there. I don't need to worry about a chocolate shake. Seriously? <laughs> okay, uh, let's move on to our third instruction skill, and that is... The instruction that we give regarding our actions. Okay, so I'd like for us to upgrade our our action intentions. The same way you're giving instructions to your food, you're doing the same thing about your actions. You might be thinking things like, I know we think a lot of positive things, and those are great, keep those up, but some of the negative ones we want to be on the lookout for are like, oh my god, this workout is killing me. <laughs> or you could maybe use those words and mean it in a good way, but uh, you got to feel that stuff out. Or sometimes when I'm, I'm like, oh gosh, cleaning these floors, it's so bad for my back. Hmm, really? That's the instruction you want to give? Probably not. Or some people will say something like, oh, this 20-minute run, it's not enough. Or I'm not walking fast enough to burn any calories. I've had friends who have said that to me before on walks. I had one the other day. I was at the chiropractor's office and I was at getting ready to get on his decompression machine and I and I realized I was the thought I was thinking was this makes me nervous. This makes me nervous. That's not good. <laughs> when I was aware of it I I tried switching it up. I was like, "No. This gives me the relief that my body wants. This works miracles." I tried some of those thoughts. But event I don't know, it was like on my third visit the machine malfunctioned. I took that as a sign that I was not meant for the decomp machine because anything that I have to give myself a pep talk for is not cool. <laughs> That's not downstream. <laughs> took me a minute to realize that, but instead of engaging a new action with no intention or even with a weak one like, hmm, well we'll see. I'm saying let's try engaging our actions with a positive instruction embedded in it. Although, I have to say, I can appreciate the non-attachment 
in a we'll see kind of intention like there's a looseness around that that might really work for you so experiment to see what works best for you but here's a really inspiring example this one is from Gina Gabellini as well when she would do a workout and she was into this stuff pretty seriously you guys I don't know how long ago this was but she was like into bodybuilding she would go to the gym and she would intend that she would just maybe have time for a 30-minute workout or maybe that's all she wanted to do I don't know if it was she was limited to time or that was her joy limit for it but she would say to her body my body responds to this 30-minute workout as if it was three hours as if she'd been in the gym for three hours and she got those kind of results we know why this is effective because the magic isn't in what we do it's in what we vibrate that's where our power lies so when we consciously kick the vibration up it serves serves us extremely well so here are a few occasions where we could infuse our actions with powerful intentions or vibrational instructions we could do it for our workouts we could or our lack of workouts <laughs> we could do it for our naps we could do it for our lounging <laughs> We could do it for when we sleep, you know, we could set an intention that I wake up refreshed, rejuvenated, re-energized. We could, oh, I've, I actually set some really fun intentions for sleep time. Um, we could do this when we have like a doctor visit to go to or a medical procedure. We could even do this around the things that we're wearing, like, oh, hats you know what some people they believe that when they wear hats it creates hair loss you know what you could change that <laughs> or for our shoes like if we're going to put on an uncomfortable pair of shoes or a pair of shoes that we think isn't good for us i don't wear heels so i don't have to manage that one or like russ okay he's got this favorite pair of shoes but they um they pin if he wears them for too long they pinch his toe okay you know what we could actually <laughs> We could set intentions for the stuff we're wearing, like makeup, sunscreen. I know um, some women believe that when you wear a bra, that it's important to wear a bra in order for the girls to maintain their elasticity. And there are there are others. There's actually been a study that said, uh, no, it's actually the bra that causes the issues. So if you go without one, that's where the magic happens. Okay, we know. Whatever we intend is what's going to be so. So whether you're wearing one or not, like there's an opportunity for you to engage a, a good vibrational intention. But here's another action where we could use powerful instructions, and that's with our food preparation. Like when I squeeze a lemon into the glass of water in the morning, I thank the lemon for helping me be even better than before. And I'll, sometimes I'll say something like, let's go rock this day. And then each time I'm, so when I'm squeezing the lemon, so I like think it as I'm cutting it. And then as I squeeze each half three times and one I squeeze with thrive and the next one I squeeze, optimize, the next squeeze is beautify, <laughs> thrive, optimize, beautify. That's what I'm playing with lately. Or like when I brew a detox tea, I pop the little tea bag in with an instruction to rock this body. So I'm drinking a tea that is more magical than any that the other customers who buy this same tea are getting. You know what I mean? mine's more magic because I throw in the positive intention what I'm saying is we're already taking these actions you guys let's get more bang for our buck by lining up our thoughts so I'm not asking that we change what we do as much as let's just leverage it right with greater consciousness and better intention what I'd 
really like for you to take away from this third step is that you could be doing all the right and all the approved healthy things for your body, but if you do that with a negative expectation or with dominantly unhelpful thoughts, even just noting what, noticing what is when what is isn't what you want, you are not going to get the results that you wanted. And on the opposite side of this, you could have every unhealthy habit out there and thrive if you were primarily tuned to joy. So this is our chance to wipe out any negative instructions that we're giving ourselves and, and become a much more cooperative component in our body dreams come true. Okay, let's do part two of this module, which is this may very well be the most important thing we do in this whole course, so please pay attention here. And if your attention is starting to drift, put me on hold and come back when you're fresh because we have covered a lot of ground already. And this part we're coming up on, I do not want you to skim through this or halfway listen. This is important stuff. Okay, what I want you to start practicing now is a new focus for the state of your body. I'm talking about retuning your set point or your dominant vibration when it comes to your body. Maybe another way to think about this is how you know yourself to be physically. Because however, whatever we think about our bodies, it has a way of perpetuating itself. So if I think of myself as a middle-aged woman starting to show signs of decline, guess what I get? <laughs> If I start thinking of myself as a woman in the prime of her life who feels fabulous and looks even better, guess what I get? <laughs> Goosebumps. <laughs> this is all about our point of focus. I'm talking generically here, like the overall arching focus of how we think about our body and how we know it to be. Because whatever you're thinking is what you're creating and your body has to follow suit. Which is why I want you to learn to give it an overall better instruction. And that just means shifting our focus to what we want rather than what is or what we don't want. So I'm going to ask you to accomplish this by finding a phrase or a word or a picture or even a feeling that encompasses what you want your body to be. You're going to use this phrase, picture, or feeling to reset your focus and to create a new dominant default vibration. This could come straight from your intention that you came up with in the first module, or maybe you've already got a powerful way to connect with the essence of what you want to manifest in your body. Whatever it is, I want you to start plugging into it, that phrase or that picture or that feeling. We're really just talking here about activating the vibration, and I want you to do that every day, at least once a day. It doesn't have to be all day long, but at least once a day, plug into that energy. So, for example, if I were manifesting best shape of my life. Oh, you know what, you guys? I used to have the best picture for that. Oh my gosh, it was from a cover of Prevention magazine that my mom used to subscribe to. And it was um, just like a, it was a, a girl doing a yoga stretch in her jeans. <laughs> and, uh, and it was just like her torso and I think maybe her butt. But that picture summed up how I wanted to be and feel in my body. It was just it's so casual and effortless and comfortable and fun. Yoga in jeans? <laughs> I really, really liked it. Okay, you could hear it, right? Okay, I'm usually it isn't words or pictures that get me there. It's usually words that I do better with. 
um, and but whether it's an image or a phrase, we're really just using it to get to the feeling, right, to the vibration. So if you can get straight there just by naming the feeling then, and, you know, just thinking effortless or ease, I, who knows, if it might just be the the feeling, but even that has a word to it. But, okay, I don't care how you get to this vibration. I just want you to do it daily. So, like, if my intention were best shape of my life, my phrase, I might use something like prime time. Mm, that would that might work for me. And I might write that down on a sticky note and put it on my mirror, or I might make a graphic with the words up for my computer desktop, or, ooh, it would be cool to get a piece of custom-made jewelry with those words on it. I like getting it in Braille. You could you could order that on, on Etsy, I think. Oh, Fairy Quarry. I think she was the one that sent me a couple. Oh, I got some cool ones. Anyway, what, how else could you do it? Oh, a temporary tattoo on your hand, and it wouldn't have to say the words, but you would know every time you looked at it. You would know what it represented. I don't know. That's a way that you could connect with it. I would just find some way of reminding myself every day that this is what I'm up to now, right? Prime time, <laughs> best shape of my life. At, I would use it as my cue to plug into that vibration. So I'd be giving up whatever my old vibration was, old and fading or whatever, and redirecting my powerful attention to what I'm doing now, prime time. You know how I know that would work for me? I just got goosebumps when I said that, and this wasn't even my intention. <laughs> my personal intention that I'm working with is thrive, optimize, and beautify. Those are the words that take me to the vibration that encompasses what I want my body to do. And it can't do it until I get there first. So I have to get that thriving and optimizing and beautifying vibe turned on before I can expect my body to pull it off. Because she can only do what I vibrationally instruct. So I'm going to find a way to give those instructions, right? Does this make sense? This is really the heart of our work. This is how we give our body new marching orders. And also, it's why we want to be such good listeners, because when our body gets this new instruction, she may have new inspirations for us to follow. So I want to make sure you know how to hear those instructions or inspirations from our body before we start switching up our vibration because your body may very well have something new in mind for you in order to most swiftly accomplish this. That's why we did listening skills in module one. But um, this that we're doing now, you guys, this is this is really powerful stuff. I'm pretty excited about it because in my experience, this is where the shift begins. <laughs> when you're vibrating what you want and letting your body point the way there, you're home free. Goosebumps. So, like I said, I personally do better with words than pictures most often. So I tend to use phrases that plug me into the sweet spot of where I'm looking to get to. So, I don't know, I might use something like um, back to good or rocking it or return to health. Except I couldn't, I don't think I could say return to health because that kind of implies sickness. So I don't love that one 100%, but there might be a time at which, you know, that really does light me up. I used sexy size six once upon a time. Can you hear me? Can you hear my disdain as I say that? Because I look back on that now, I'm like, I can't believe I had a prejudice for size six. I At the time, it just it was inspired, but now it feels like micromanaging. Like, who am I to say size six is where this body rocks it. She knows better than I do. But don't judge wherever you get your inspiration. 
Oh, what else might work? Some people might use Bing and Bod, but mm, that one doesn't work for me. I really like it if it, if it rhymes or if it has alliteration. <laughs> I like that. But boy, like I said, that picture I used to have, or the one that I used for a body love lab. Ooh, that one's gorgeous. Oh, and I got another fabulous one of Helen Mirren. I think I used it on a vibration activation post at the blog. Ooh, she's stunning. So you might find an image more powerful than a sentence or a string of words. We know it works if it's taking you to the feeling place of what you want. Okay, and I don't want you to make this too big a deal or hard work. We're just going to give ourselves a way to anchor into the energy that takes us where we want to be. So remember how law of attraction works. All we have to do is find a way to feel now how we would feel then when we have what we want and we're home free. The only thing required after that is to honor inspiration. That's it. Feel now how we would feel then and do whatever feels good. Period. Cool, right? Because when you find a way to switch up your feeling instruction to healthy instead of sick, or thriving instead of fading, or perfect instead of messed up, that changes everything. <laughs> Not exaggerating. <laughs> this is powerful stuff, you guys. If this is the only takeaway you got from the entire course, you're golden. So, I want you to find your phrase or word or picture or feeling that takes you there and start using it in a way that lets you get to that feeling place at least once a day. That's it. You could hang the picture or write down the phrase or meditate on it for a few minutes in the morning, whatever appeals most to you. Use your imagination and trust your intuition to guide you in this. So, summing up this entire module in a nutshell, I just want you to start giving better instructions to your body. Learn to be a better leader or better boss or partner or instructor. Here's your two-part homework. First, based on the intention that you set in the first module, I want you to start tuning into the energy that captures the experience you want for your body. Whatever, whether you use a word or a picture or a phrase or something else, find a way to activate that vibration now. So you're gravitating your attention toward this vibration for yourself. This is the energetic frequency you start turning yourself to, tuning yourself to. All right, that's what I want you to do first. And then second, of the three things that we covered for, um, ch you know, checking your self-talk about your body or blessing your inputs or upgrading your action intentions, I just want you to pick one of those where you have the most room for improvement and start playing with that. Okay, that might sound like a lot, but you've got two weeks to start getting the hang of this. So I've got confidence you'll make good progress in this time. We're not looking for perfection here. We're just starting to engage new habits. These will get better over time, so cut yourself a lot of slack. Any progress that you make counts and is worth celebrating. So if you've got a habit of thinking you're not doing it right or doing it well enough, Check that self-talk <laughs> and give yourself credit where you deserve it. For extra credit, I would suggest consider holding, mm, I don't know what you might call it, a State of the Union address <laughs> with your body or maybe doing like a performance review where you give your body the credit she or he deserves for all the amazing work it has done under your past leadership. <laughs> maybe you could even prep it for the new leadership style you're about to engage. That might be fun too. Again, have fun with this work. The more fun you have with it, the better it will serve you. So uh, feel free to tweak things in a way that you feel called to. Because like I said, 
You are your own best expert. You will know what will serve you best. So have fun with it, and we'll see you for the Q&A call. Bye, everyone. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.